Hey guys, it's Jason at Hard Money Bankers with your Private Money Minute. Okay guys, let's talk about rental properties, uh, cash flow properties, if you're a landlord. I want, But in particular, I want to talk about properties, rental properties that have no equity in them, but you still believe could be a good investment. Now this is kind of a new thing that's come to me because all the rental properties we own, we typically have 20, 25, 30% equity in them. But I've been noticing lately that there are opportunities out there that maybe you can buy a property and you're paying retail for it, maybe $75,000, $80,000, and they're renting for $12,000, $13,000, $1,500 a month. Like they're not, <laughs> they don't seem to be bad investments besides the fact that they don't have equity in them. So I'm hoping we can keep this interactive and you can comment below uh, if you are buying properties like this and, you know, give me some feedback. Give the community some feedback. Obviously, we know the pros and cons. I'm going to go through that in a, in a second. Try to keep you know your brain moving and get creative on the way that you look at these types of properties. But it's kind of been interesting to me because you know we're trying to grow our portfolio, and I've noticed there's opportunities out there that don't have much equity in them, but there seem to be decent investment vehicles. So. I think these kind of go the exact same route of like an A, B, or C area, just like any other one. So like an A area is a really kind of good area. You're probably not going to find an opportunity that has uh, the, the property is going to cash flow that great, but it's kind of a good stable area with very little maintenance. They're probably going to appreciate, you know, the goal of that is it's going to appreciate over time and hopefully you pay your debt down. And on the other side, the C areas where the properties are worth very little, if nothing, they're not going to appreciate, but they have really, really high, high cash flow. So you're talking, you're all in at like 20, 30, $40,000 and they cash flow a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks a month, right? Those are C areas. Never going to appreciate. And then the B areas we, we typically live in is we hope um, they appreciate kind of slowly over time and they cash flow on a monthly basis, pretty decent cash flow as well. So someplace a little bit in the, in, in the middle. So a few things to think about like this. If you're an all cash buyer and you could buy an asset or you can buy this property for $80,000, but it has no equity built in, but you're getting a thirteen or $1,400 rate of return every, every month, very low maintenance, does it make sense to do? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think so, even though it doesn't, if it doesn't have equity. So that's, that's one side of it. The other side is if you're getting finance on these things. So let's say you get finance, you get financing on that exact same asset. Now, obviously, if there's no equity in it, when you buy it, the bank's going to require you to probably put 30% cash down. So in this particular case, you have $50,000 of your own, of bank's money, maybe $20,000 of, of your own money, 50 from a bank, 20 of your own, so you still have that equity cushion in there because you put your own money into it. Um, and obviously I always believe you should have a good equity cushion, typically 20 to 30% into all, all of it, just in case, God forbid, something changes and you have to unload a property very quickly, you have that ability to sell. But in that particular case, maybe it makes sense too. Again, you don't have much equity in it with, with um, or you know immediate equity in it. You have your money that you're putting into it, but you're getting a good return. You're getting a double digit return on your money. You're still getting a good return kind of on the rental overall. Comment below, thoughts related to that. I'm really, really curious to see what investors are doing out there. As we all wanna grow our portfolios, I, again, like I'm not saying I'm completely bought into this, but I'm trying to figure out reasons, I'm trying to go through the pros and cons of why you know, if the right opportunity's out there, maybe it doesn't have much equity in it, but maybe there's still an opportunity to buy an asset like this, right? So I mean, over time, if you're getting financing on these things, the goal is hopefully these things can appreciate over time. You're paying your debt down on these so you have free and clear assets that you have a lot of uh, things. So another thing to spin at you related to this is think about buying a stock or buying another type of asset. Typically, you're not buying those things at a discount. Like I feel like it's flippers uh, in real estate. We're used to let's buy low, let's sell high. 
and you know we're making our margins because we're improving the properties as we're flipping the properties so you wouldn't buy a property for retail to flip because you're not gonna make any money so we're trying to make a spread on that and maybe that's what we're used to as real estate investors but i think a lot of other investment vehicles a lot of assets people typically pay retail knowing that over time that number goes up right you know your or you know your your financing debt service goes down your exposure goes down, the, the value of the asset hopefully goes up like a, like a stock and it's paying out dividends, so it's a good investment. So maybe why not treat rental property similar to that? So again, I'm really, really, really curious about your thoughts. If you're a landlord or you own properties, how are you doing that? Um, you know, do you, do you pay full price for a property with very little built-in equity, knowing that over time it could appreciate, over time you're gonna put, you're gonna pay debt service down, over time, you're gonna take your monthly cash flow and put that into another asset or put that back into this asset uh, to reduce the you know the basis of it, reduce, reduce the cost of it. So I think on paper, it does make sense. I haven't 100% bought into this yet, but I'm really, really, really curious to know what your thoughts are. If you could comment below related to it, it'd be really appreciative to me, the community that watches all these videos and, and to you. You know, again, there's no right or wrong. I'm just trying to get creative to figure out if there's a way that we can all kind of grow together. So specifically related to rental properties with no equity, if you have any comments, please comment below. Like, comment, share, subscribe. This is Jason with your Private Money Minute. Thanks.